1: to answer every single question or mystery. I mean, I love a good mystery, but is solving every single one necessary? There's beauty in the unknown, right? Maybe we don't need to look up every single thing on Google or Wikipedia to try to find an answer. Well, it turns out there are plenty of enigmas out there that defy investigation that we can chew on instead. And there's even a platform for you to turn to in order to read about some of these enigmas and investigate them. It's actually called Wick Enigma. And on it, you can find topics such as asthma. Yeah, asthma. Because there is no consensus on why asthma cases continue to rise and what is actually causing all of that. Or maybe something like whale songs. There are theories about why whales sing, but we don't exactly know why they display that behavior. So you can find topics like this on Wick Enigma and more, actually. So we had a chance to talk with Johnny Thompson, who's a philosopher and writer for Big Think, and he also told us about some of the other topics on the site, things like blushing. We know that the
0: body has a specialized mechanism for blushing, so we know that there is a system developed spe- specifically for that. But we don't know why we blush. In fact, it's actually quite an anomaly in terms of emotions because with most of our facial expressions like happiness or happiness or even being able to laugh, we can kind of suppress it or hide it or kind of like see people about it. But blushing is just, just a massive giveaway way for most people um, you know, that you are embarrassed and this is a really cringe moment for you. Um, Another example of, of, of an evolution unknown is, is the last which really interests me from a philosophical point of view because, uh, again, like i we know about mechanisms by laughter we know what it does to your body. Um, we know that it produces a lot of chemicals and endorphins which are really good for you. So laughter is good for your heart, it's good for your mental health, and it can even relieve pain. But we don't know why, why what, what purpose it serves, apart from the fact that it's really good for us. So, I mean, philosophy, there, there, there's two kind of theories, really. One is the, the superiority theory that we laugh at things because we're superior to them. And there's the relief theory, which kind of is kind of a Freudian in terms that it kind of like relieves us as kind of built up tension and pent up pressure. And neither of them, they're, they're theories, they're just speculation. We don't actually know why we laugh. So, yeah, so, so but, 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 yeah. And, um, I guess. Sorry, so well, get some, a few well, more well, examples well I
1: was going to say, I guess I'm surprised that in this day and age, with all of the things that we do answer and try to answer, that there are still these mysteries even about the human body or the human psyche and the human mind that we are, are we unable to answer them or have we just not investigated them?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I, I suspect it's just that the, the, the hum- humans are just so complicated that it's very hard to isolate what was what is, causing X, Y, or Z. And, um, particularly when you're dealing in the past and, and, and obviously in evolution, you know, there's no records, there's no data we can access and stuff. So we have to really resort to um, speculation or inference from what we have at the moment. Um, and so another, another example of, with, with, to do with humans is, is the word intelligence. So you know, we don't actually know what intelligence is. We all have an idea of intelligence and it's probably for most people defined by IQ really, which is essentially just one metric which was determined in the 20th century to represent intelligence. But, I think, you know, today we're getting much more clued up to the idea that, that we have many different types of intelligence, you know, have emotional you know, intelligence, musical intelligence, spatial intelligence and stuff. But right. you know, if I asked you or any of your listeners to think of, you know, the most intelligent person they know, I, I suspect they'll pick either an IQ metric or probably based on quali- qualifications after the, after their
1: name. But there's so, so many different types yeah. of intelligence. Also, I wanted to, before I get off on that tangent, I also wanted to ask you about some of the other <laughs> ones on the list here. For instance, the word penguin. Is it true that we don't know where that word comes from?
0: Well, we don't. And actually, that's my favorite one. The origins of words. Um, Yeah, so with the the English language, you normally have three sources, really. You have kind of like French, which which means Latin as well. And then you have the Germanic Saxon and you have Danish. But there are certain words where we just have no idea where they come from. Um, It's like abracadabra, we don't know. Shark, we don't know. I think dog, we don't know as well. And and yeah, my my favorite one is, is penguin. Um, this word just pops up and um, we can we can find where it pops up and, and in the earliest sources that we have but we don't know its roots again like basmo and like with kind of blushing and laughter we have theories so um the the Romans for example in Latin they have the pinguis, which means kind of fat and juicy but um as far as we know that we, we don't know that the Romans ate penguins so it seems a peculiar thing to name a penguin um the other explanation which i think is probably the most plausible explanation is, is that it comes from Welsh um so you have pen, which means head, and gwyn which means white, so obviously put them together you get the white-headed thing, hmm. but of course that has problems as well, not least because you know, well, we don't tend to have many Welsh loanwords in yeah. English because the English spent centuries kind of um, persecuting really, and,
1: uh, okay, um, so and all also
0: of, you don't really get many sorry.
1: I was going to say, all of these things on this list then that you've talked about, which are fascinating to me, so we, you could put them all in one place, like this website Wick Enigma, but w- like it, where's the information gathered? Can people add to it? Does it operate like Wikipedia?
0: Yeah, it operates exactly like Wikipedia, and and in fact, actually, WikiNigma is almost kind of the, the the dark sister to to Wikipedia. In so if if you any of your listeners or you yourself have been on the Wikipedia pages, there's a whole kind of like backstage where people are debating and quite aggressively debating about what should and shouldn't be included on Wikipedia. I think one of the most edited pages of all time was George W. Bush.
1: Yeah, I remember that. Yeah
0: were like having these kind of uh, passionate arguments about what should and shouldn't be included. And so Wiccanigma, I guess, is the kind of the result of that. So they've kind of drawn out the things where there are no obvious conclusions, where there is no kind of consensus. And they said, well, these are the interesting areas. These are the things that we want to know more about. And, you know, if anyone out there has any answers to all the question on the Wiccanigma, then you get on there and... and, and Get a PhD pretty quickly, I suspect. <laughs> and
1: right. so, one of the other ones on this list are growing pains. Like every parent, uh, you know, with small children, at some point thinks that okay, well, my child's crying because of growing pains. But it's just kind of mysterious, still, isn't it?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, as you say, we don't know what, what the kind of the physiology is behind that. So, yeah, it's a very common thing that you get if you hit teenage years. You're you, you often your legs and your kind of your joints are feeling very kind of achy and owy. But we we don't at all know why that is. Um, again, I mean, we we have theories. It might be to do with kind of like yeah, the, the general growth pulling pulling on the bones and stuff. But that, again, they don't really make sense, and we can't really yeah isolate the one factor. So yeah, huh. it's, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Johnny,
1: do you love a good mystery?
0: I love a good mystery. Yeah, I, I, that's why I spent all my time on Wick, Wick Enigma. Really, I kind of like going through all the kind of well. As, as a philosopher, I suppose I suppose we spend most of our time dancing around mystery, don't we? we and we enjoy the unanswered question. And in fact, for me, sometimes when, when the question is resolved, that's kind of the end of a, a good conversation. So I think debates and mysteries are kind of what get everyone people talking around the dinner table, don't they? And it's why you uh, go for a drink with someone because you want to have a debate about what are the possible causes of laughter. Really.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is so true. Listen, thank you so much for joining us.
0: Thank you very much. Thank you. And see you later. Have a good day.
1: That's Johnny Thompson, philosopher and writer for Big Think, talking about those enigmas that we still have. There's a place you can go to check them out, Wic Enigma. Uh, but fascinating to think that, yeah, laughter, we still can't explain that exactly. I mean, it seems so subjective, but why does it happen in the brain, um, you know, and, and other issues as well? Like where does the word penguin come from? I'm Fascinating. I love that kind of stuff.